1: The following is a presentation of the Force Center Podcast Feed.
4: From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast Feed. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm Ken Napsack. And this is the first episode of The Clone Wars Report. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that we needed to work on our impression of uh, Tom Kane Thuff doing Cain. the uh, the hollow journalist yeah. uh, report at the beginning podcast. <laughs> the galaxy is at podcast. <laughs> They're talking about Star Wars. How will the Jedi respond? <laughs> he's so good <laughs> he's, he's amazing so good. yeah and i was talking to my uh my friend riley silverman mm-hmm. who has been doing a deep dive on clone wars big star wars oh, fan but yeah like many people haven't watched it before and doing a deep dive and and she was like man when that voice started the first couple of episodes i was like this is gonna be annoying i get it you're in 1940s you know movie reel but then absolutely fell yeah. in love with it right it is it, so it, adorable and, and wonderful
5: it's a great choice and a brave choice. For new Star Wars in 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 the theater in 8 that's you're hearing that for the first yeah. time. Yeah thinking, what?
4: Yeah. I love it. And just a a great example of, hey, there's a lot of ways to approach the spirit of the crawl (laughs) without literally doing the crawl. Yeah, so that is our first compliment to Clone Wars. (laughs) Here's what we're doing. We're going to be releasing these uh, every Monday, just like we did with the Mandalorian. This Clone Wars report, we were originally like, hey, once the season Mm. seven starts, we will just, you know, do do an episode uh, every Monday reviewing the episode, but there's so much wonderful things to say about the Clone wars we figured let's start a couple of weeks early and just dive in so uh mm. one thing to mention right at the top is this is going to be full of spoilers about the previous seasons right so oh definitely know there are fans out there who have only watched bits and pieces or haven't watched it yet just a note a warning that since we're, we want to talk about the the history and what's awesome about clone wars hard to do that without a bunch of spoilers <laughs> right <laughs> absolutely uh you know clone wars is a big thing to go through
5: It's a big thing. If you didn't watch it as it happened, we get a lot of what should I start with? What are some great arcs? And it's so overwhelming. Sometimes I just can't remember what season something was. (laughs) And then you get the controversy over the release order. Yeah. And I still don't know the full. I'll be I still don't know the full story on why Cartoon Network
4: did that. I don't know if you do know that. Yeah, it wasn't Cartoon Network at all. It was George. It was George. So in this wonderful, endless story of who has better in what era planned star wars <laughs> <laughs> lucas uh, disney Lucas film, whatever uh yeah so i believe the the interviews i've read with filoni when people are like so why so, did why did you guys like in later seasons do an episode that set up the movie that started it all and uh believe floney and paraphrasing was just like george likes prequels <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of it was george just going like hey hey you know what we told this part of the zero story but uh we didn't tell that part wouldn't that be fun to do yeah. and so they're a little they're everywhere there which is you. why there's all the like just watch them in the order that you know makes hmm. sense so you don't get confused because i got my first viewing uh view yeah. through i didn't know and i got real confused yeah i think i didn't realize i was confused <laughs> <laughs> meaning like oh,
5: okay you just kind of Tune in, you check in, and you're like, "Oh, this is." Weird. Wait a minute! I thought, eh. and then it made sense once I learned. Well, there you go. George and his pencil and pad of paper. <laughs> That's Big right. Answer.
4: A new idea upsets the plan, but you can watch them in order. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this episode, can you suggested to just talk? Start our discussion by celebrating Ahsoka, the triumph of Ahsoka Tano.
5: Absolutely, she is. I think in the end, and I think season seven, we'll see. I think it's fair to say the Clone Wars series is her story in a way. Oh, there's a lot of other characters. Oh, oh yeah. there's so many things. But from start to finish, her character goes through perhaps the biggest growth. She is, of course, brand new to the story at the time. We're not overly familiar with it. There's the big what's going to happen because yeah. we know she's not around. And 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 I think in the end of the day, this becomes her journey through this section of Star Wars. So, yeah, I think if we as we get ready for season seven, and as you can tell by the trailer, she's, she's <laughs> all over yeah. that. I think it's important to
4: focus on what I what I kind of think is the wonderful main character of this series. Yeah, I think she's like the spine. And then yeah. Anakin and Obi Wan are a leg each, <laughs> definitely. A leg each. Yeah, and then arms are like Padme and maybe <laughs> Hondo. Like I'm overstretching Hondo. this uh, metaphor, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, she she really is the character that arcs through it all. Yeah, <laughs> what, yeah. What body part were you? <laughs> do you think well, Hondo so is?
5: Hondo might be a growth that starts off <laughs> a little small, then it just keeps growing, and you didn't expect it to grow.
4: Yeah, and at <laughs> first you think it's some sort of a malignant growth, but it ends up being a nice, fun, benign growth. It's just a funny yeah. growth. <laughs> uh, just a funny growth that Hondo, the (laughs) violent pirate, as he starts out in Clone Wars. So we're going to dive into Ahsoka, but I wanted to start uh, our look back at Clone Wars in this episode one of Clone Wars Report with just sharing our basic journey with Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was your journey? When did you see the movie? When did you watch the show? When did you fall in love? Did not see the movie in theaters. And I know you did. I can't wait to hear a little more
5: of that story. (laughs) I did not see it. I couldn't tell you why. 2008. I don't think uh, there's no big reason. There was no right. like oh, I'm done with Star Wars. It just wasn't a priority at it wasn't that point. A priority, in life. and I was I, like a lot of people, animated Star Wars. with the remake in that series I just saw on, on little, little little animated shorts. Right, Tarkovsky. What's what's going on? So I just kind of ignored it, <laughs> and then the series comes out, and I I was there pretty much right from the beginning. Uh, the, that arc, the rise of the male, malevolence, which is the I, I'm bad at saying. malevolence. Word. I yeah, think yeah. malevolence, yeah. That one just—I remember thinking early on—that's and that's very early yeah. in season one. It's like this is some great Star Wars action. Like this is, and you know, I mean, we're going to talk about. It. I had a lot of the who's this Jedi girl making little quippy comments, and I don't know what's going on. Some of those things weren't hitting with me right away, but the action, I was like, "Whoa, this is this is space battles and start Like this is great. <laughs> Did have a conversation with uh, Harloff back in the day because he wasn't immediately on board. And I was like, "Check out this three episode arc." It's really cool, Star Wars, and there was some yeah, it's like
4: space war battle strategy, yeah, great right?
5: Sounds, Dooku, everything, and I got to tell you, the fact that they, that Plo Koon was focused on, I was just like, okay, and this is you know early on in the prequelist journey, but I was like, all right. I like that guy. Yeah, He's I don't know always look cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sounds cool. Yeah. That's cool. So it really started then. It kicked in a little bit later, by three or four, I mean the stories are really mattering and you're you know, you're really invested in these characters. The love really was blossomed then, but yeah. it started it started early. And you're watching week to week. I did watch week to week back in the day, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to remember if I had a set of V C R. It was just yeah. so long ago. Uh, probably. <laughs> well maybe. Yeah. 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 Maybe
4: yeah. 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 early. <laughs> early early direct tv early direct tv technology yeah. yeah yeah so this is appointment viewing you or had to try to see viewing. it
5: yeah you had to try to see it yeah. yeah
4: i mean that was that was a part of my journey yeah so yeah i saw the movie in 2008 it was a new star wars movie i wasn't not gonna see it mm-hmm. in the theater but i did not have a great experience and uh just want to assure people before mm-hmm. i go into the dark times yeah. that i love the movie now especially as it's just part of the the whole show and people yeah. are kind of hard on it and I, I enjoy it quite a bit now. But yeah. in those dark moments in the theater, you got to get into the mindset of <laughs> 2005, it, Star Wars is kind of done, right? Yeah. That's the end. George Lucas is like, I did it. I told the story. Mm-hmm. Then you start hearing rumblings like, ooh, there's going to be a live action television show about kind of how the Empire grows. And oh, maybe some bounty hunters will show up. And that's really exciting and interesting in new territory. Yeah, And then the Clone Wars like, oh, okay, we'll just finish telling this story yeah so i was really affected by oh it's anakin being kind of cocky and a little bit dangerous and obi-wan trying to hold him back and i was affected yeah, by like yeah. didn't didn't i just see this story and i didn't dislike ahsoka but i was just like where's this going will yeah. it work that there there was this huge relationship that we never heard about in the movies uh and again all things i love now like the kevin Kiner score i love now because yeah. it's The theme to Clone Wars, but sitting in a theater in 2008, it was that's almost a Star Wars theme, but not like Mm -hmm. it's Lucasfilm. Could you not get the rights (laughs) to your own music? So like that, it was just a little like this is the Star Wars I know, but not. It's not what I want. And then I have come around to it. But Zero the Hut broke me. Uh, I now know that that voice is meant to be a Truman Capote impression. (laughs) But at the time, I was just like what Ooh. is this and <laughs> why <Ooh. laughs> right so it uh so i was like eh i'm glad it exists but you know right. it, it's not for me and then i kept seeing and hearing cool little things about the show i didn't have cable so mm-hmm. it, i couldn't watch it i was like well eventually someday in some way i'll catch it oh yeah but then i started seeing action figures and it right. was the i saw an action figure a, a two-pack of kenobi and maul in the yeah. toy aisle. I was like, what's that about? What's up with Maul's legs? And I read the back, and this yeah. is how, like, disconnected I was. Oh, wow, yeah. Because I didn't I didn't know that he had been coming back. So, you know, fast forward a couple of years, my my interest really gets peaked. Then it's all available on Netflix. Right. And I start binging it. Mm. And I was just like, oh, my God. It's yeah. like one of the things that, that reminded me, like you were saying, of, like, mm. Everything I loved about the the prequels, but also just seeing everything that'd been created by the prequel era and by the time I got to the uh mall fight with Previsla, it was yeah. like D- Darth Maul's fighting a boba Fett. why <laughs> yeah. why is every Star Wars fan not out on the street screaming about <laughs> this? This is so amazing, this is Raptors. so cool and and I got mm-hmm. so all in and and it was um it was actually a part of the train that led us together because yes. I'd been watching Clone Wars. Yeah, My friend, the great comedian Jackie Cation, has her podcast where people talk about things they're obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to talk about how I actually really like the prequels in the prequel era of Star Wars. Right, And then, you know, when you and I met, I had talked about like, yeah, I just... Just I just did, did this the, podcast, and you were like, "Well, maybe you could talk about that on Jedi Alliance." So, that's right, it's kind of a direct line of my uh, my reawakening <laughs> of of my Star Wars love, leading us to this uh, this great time in uh, in my life, and I hope yours. Where we talk about Star Wars a lot.
5: Zero the Hut
4: is the <laughs> focal point of the Force Center creation. That's yeah, right. no,
5: that's uh, and I remember that you referencing the podcast that you were on, Jackie's podcast, and yeah, so I didn't know. I mean, we're talking a couple years stretch there, I'm sure. Yeah, but but that's uh, Clone Wars on Netflix. That's a bit into the run, right? Oh yeah, the, yeah. The,
4: it was already done and had the oh, bonus nice. season. Like because again, oh, like great. Yeah, I yeah. didn't have. Yeah, I had the bad experience with the movie. It didn't have, yeah, it didn't uh, have. cable. Uh, oh. But then when I went in, I was just like, man, I you know, uh, I I missed out uh, watching yeah. it uh, week to week, and I'm so happy to uh, just be able to to absolutely like once maul came back i think i watched a season in like a day because it's like all right he's back when's he gonna fight kenobi (laughs) you (laughs) gotta get through some some episodes before it actually happens i think there's some days where i watched like yeah 12 episodes in a sitting
5: well you know i I didn't i don't think i knew that detail that uh that you came in a little bit later than uh, i knew you i knew you watched the movie uh, that's, that's, that's inspiring for those out there who might feel a little overwhelmed and lost cause they missed the Clone Wars.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it's out there. It's
5: possible. Maybe now you have to get Disney plus not Netflix or borrow some DVD sets, but it's it rent them from the library. Uh, it, but it, it's possible. And, and Star Wars though, overwhelming at times to jump in, you just have to jump.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Like you gotta that. go all in and, and I was rewarded for it. So that is our background with the Clone Wars. Yeah. Now we, we sit here before you, both big fans. Yeah. So let's talk about the spine of the Clone Wars, <laughs> Ahsoka Tano. So I want to start with just who do you think she is? What what do you think <laughs> is the power of her character? How would you define her for yourself?
5: God, it's, it's for myself. I did, I, it's, it's a weird perspective. It's one of the first times I know I didn't immediately connect with a character from my direct point of view, and I watched it from a different point of view. So I felt immediately protective of this character, invested in this character for others and her, and then found myself moved by stories later on. So for for me, I think Ahsoka represents, you talk about the spine, this is a story of the Clone War. This is a story of fighting and, and the stars George loves. And she is the one... The outsider perspective of looking at what it all means, looking at the Jedi involvement, why are we generals, and you can ask all those important questions through her eyes, because yeah. she's exploring that as she goes along. Uh, I love some of the, her losses, I love some of the things that affect her, that that open her up to this kind of real world, and not and I don't look at it like a cynical, like, ah, them's the breaks, kids, but you get to see she's 13 or so, you know, she's 13, as we would refer to it, I don't know if there's a You know, it's where a different aging (laughs) process. I mean, but she's a 13-year-old kid. Yeah. And to to go through that, uh, plus you get to watch a lot of Anakin. And that's what I think is real powerful in Rebels when you come back to that, to their connection. You see a lot of Anakins fall. And that idea for me of, well, why would they give Anakin a Padawan between Attack of the Clones Return of the Revenge of the Sith? What? Suddenly you got to have, not that you need her to tell his story, but because you see it through her eyes. It uh, his fall even makes more sense to me, his connections, his, yeah, uh, and, and well, I'm sure we'll talk about the final moments they have in the series, but it's like, it makes it more than just anger Anakin It just like there's other things bubbling up in him and that, that she's discovered and sharing and teaching him in the end. So I think uh, that's how I view the character.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah. If that makes any sense. It does. You it know. does. Absolutely. It's one of the things that people, I think, pretty uh, uh, often bring up is what they really like as seeing, about the show overall is seeing these other sides of Anakin Mm -hmm. and seeing this sort of likable big brother whose affection is a great trait until it tips into rage. Yeah. And definitely Ahsoka helps tell that story. Um, I think for me, who Ahsoka is when I really reflect because it's Mm -hmm. easy to just say like, eh, eh. She's a Padawan. and She yeah. she learns from Anakin and, and Plo Koon and Obi-Wan Kenobi and she grows. But when you start to like boil down like her essential traits, it seems to me like who she is, is a a picture of a human Jedi, mm-hmm. not literally human. She's Gruta. Yeah. But, you know, in the movies, we get Luke, who doesn't really know what's what mm-hmm. about being a Jedi. We get obi-wan who who does definitely have character he's grumpy he doesn't yeah. like uh politicians he, he can be uh, you know a little stuck up sometimes all these things we get anakin who is really anxious and, and dealing with anger but the rest of the jedi if you just watch the movies like oh mace is uh more serious than the rest yeah. of them but you know what's kiati mundi's character what's plo Koon's character um yeah. you know yoda again we get some specifics but for your rank and file Jedi. Mm -hmm. I feel like Ahsoka is this great view into all of these Jedi are different and they do have personalities. Yeah. And we learn that she is, well, you know, feisty Mm -hmm. and really, uh, compassionate and really eager in all of these things that I think are super relatable to anybody. If you imagine you were 13 and got to be a Jedi and as her character grows and develops, I think the reason I think of her as like the perfect human Jedi is that she learns some of these, um, she observes some of these traits in Anakin and even Obi Wan that she has herself, mm. like issues of attachment yeah. and issues of anger uh, and issues of questioning the Jedi. But she handles them like she handles them better than almost any Jedi that we get to see because she gets to learn lessons about attachment and go, Okay, well, it's not bad to care about people. Yeah. But here's where it may be taking it uh, too far could lead you or. Oh, yeah, it's natural to be attracted to people. uh, But here's where it also might go too far. And she just to me ends up being this character who has all of the similar experiences to some of the Jedi that we've seen, particularly Anakin. Right. But finds a way to be a a true Jedi while acknowledging all of these, you know, great uh, human, honest human traits of anger and attraction and uh, jealousy and ambition. She has all those, but they're all, positive they are all good she doesn't tap into necessary rage uh, she yeah she doesn't go yeah dark side you know I, and, and, and <laughs> it's presented you know many times in a jokey way of like oh you're Anakin's apprentice so of course you do everything risky and weird in your own way right And like well yeah she's inventive and clever and questions things and where Anakin it's his fault. it's like no that's just that's who she is and those are yeah. strengths yeah all these strength I love what you said that she goes through all
5: these kind of real things that it's fair to question the Jedi on that Lucas wanted to question the Jedi on we see where it ends up but it's just yeah it it's not done in a cheap way it's not done with the, that you know we'll say that, that gray jedi title it's 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 someone working through and how you can come out the other side and she she becomes herself in the end but is almost more of a pure Jedi than anyone else around. Maybe yeah. Obi
4: Wan, but you know. yeah, I think I think Obi Wan's the the good Jedi who does what he's told, and I yep. think Ahsoka questions questions, you know, which is a, a triumph uh, for her, and yeah. you know, uh, all sorts of great things uh, about Ahsoka's character to pull out. But let's uh, let's move on to favorite story. Do you have a favorite Ahsoka story in the Clone Wars? Uh,
5: I I mean, yeah, it's 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 her final ones. It, it, it's the the framing of her for the crime, the learning that her friend, uh, you know did that and, and and the pain of that but one, uh, and so it's her final arc but one of my favorite little moments of it is when she has to go down and she's uh, you know 13, 13 she's down in the underworld or whatever young Coruscant and just running into Asajj Ventress and, and noting that they have to work with each other because they are each other in a way. They've been abandoned several yeah. times over now. And I thought it was a real powerful moment. Uh, You know, Asajj, we talk a lot about Asajj, but Asajj with Dooku and now, you know, the Jedi have cast her out. And I just, I don't know, there's something. So this is the big one, the headline that everyone's going to go to, but her walking away still... It's it's powerful. Uh, it's maddening because you're looking you're looking at the all star jedi's gathering around her. Well, Obi Wan's there, Plo Koon, the one who found her, the one who discovered her, and they're all
4: just like ha ha, uh, kidding. Yes, you, sorry. You, you passed your test. In fact, that was your Jedi <laughs> trial when we let the Republic unfairly put you on actual trial.
5: Yeah, and and for them, and, and the fact that in that, Anakin was willing to stand up to her, Padme, stand up for her, Padme too. So that just is is a very powerful thing along the way. Some of the the Lux Bonteri stuff, yeah, uh, is, is some of my favorite. Uh, uh, getting down uh, it, it, because her connection with the clones too. You, I, I, I like a lot of her. Worth. That's why it makes so much sense and rebels uh, and i think we're gonna see that pay off great in seven looking ahead to seven. Yeah. seven uh that one's there and then and
4: i mean well we're trying to stick to clone wars but there, I, I love her invader in rebels. rebels yeah no it's, i mean that's epic so yeah Ins- insanely uh, great yeah it's really yeah. interesting to me that a lot of the things that you are uh episodes that you're talking about are um about her compassion yeah about like your healthy compassion like being able to see common ground with Asajj, who's been a dangerous enemy right Problem, yeah. somebody who has tried to actually kill her yeah before and still have that compassion to see from uh, from her point of ahsoka can try to see from asaja's yeah point of view um mm-hmm. yeah and it and as you as you go through it it's interesting how many bonds ahsoka has right right that we do sees some sees new dynamics with Padme because of Ahsoka's connection to her, and uh, it's a huge part of the Clone Wars story that these clones are individuals. Yoda Mm -hmm. calls them, tells them in in the first actual episode uh, that you are unique in the Force, Mm. and Ahsoka's bond with them and growth with them, and and the fact that she can kind of grow up in war but not be entirely. Uh, conditioned by it, yeah, is, is really powerful. Lost so it, all yeah. those relationships are great. Uh, for me, favorite Ahsoka story, a uh, couple of them. Uh, Lightsaber Lost is an episode that yeah. I absolutely love because yeah. we do get a lot of episodes early on where Ahsoka is absolutely a likable character, a relatable character, but because she's a young person growing up, we get to see her just make mistakes and yeah. have flaws, and Lightsaber Lost is... An episode all about her being impatient and wanting to be in the battle mm. and then having to be told, like, you know, just go hang out <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, do boring stuff and be, be lose, you lose your lightsaber, be stuck with this um, tension with extremely slow mm-hmm. Jedi of Terra Sanube. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just that really classic morality tale of she yeah. thinks he's really slow, but he is just waiting for the exact right moment. And when he needs to whip out his awesome lightsaber yeah. chain and yeah. move fast, he does. And to get her to just slow down yeah. and think, you know, and it's awesome, awesome story to get to watch yeah. her learn these lessons and really feel them.
5: Uh, while you're talking, too, I was thinking, and I'll be honest, I'm scrolling through the Clone Wars episodes to try to get some of the episode titles. I apologize. Should have had that more research. But you just made me think of the one where she, uh, the gathering one, which is uh, yeah, the, it immediately you know, you you get this turnaround with Ahsoka. She gets to pass on what she's already learned and seen her outside of having Kenobi or Anakin around, in a major way, just having her involved, and 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 had it, and and then it goes off into that whole other kind of. Storyline, I thought that was her, Ahsoka's teacher was interesting to watch.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah that, uh, that, that's so great because that was the other uh, arc I was going to mention. Is the uh, the I whole, just swiped yeah. it from you? Is what you are saying? <laughs> we share it. Yes, share yeah, it. yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, the the gathering arc. Not only do you get to meet all these Padawans, you get to see the actual process of uh, yeah. picking lightsabers, but we are segueing into uh, Ahsoka's a little bit older, and now that you get to see that great Jedi cycle of like, as soon as you're not a student. You're kind of a teacher, even You're if you there, don't literally yep. have a Padawan yourself, even if you haven't crossed to the rank of mm-hmm. Jedi Knight. If you are an older Padawan, an experienced Padawan, you are supposed to be there for other people. Right. To, so to see her get to have that transition and do everything in her power to protect the Padawans when they mm-hmm. get raided by Hondo when he's still yeah a horrifying threat <laughs> uh, is so great for her character. And then there's just so much in that entire arc that is great you get mm. uh, professor Huang, yeah uh who helps them make the lightsabers and you get um the weird circus with the uh, gamorreans yeah. dressed as clowns yes <laughs> yes all sorts of things in that arc but more than anything you again you get like what is what is a a healthy level of attachment yeah you know the Jedi aren't just cold and Ahsoka's not like, well, loss is natural. So by Padawan. <laughs> like she's going to do everything she possibly can yeah. to save them. And they're going to do everything they possibly can to save her. And they're all going to kind of grow as students and masters in the process. Yeah. It's such a great arc for all of those kind of Jedi teachings. Perfect. I'm glad we share it. <laughs> so what do you think is the cultural impact of Ahsoka? Why is she so beloved by so many Star Wars fans?
5: I think there, I think you can go down several different paths. So if I go down one first, uh, you know, there's others to go. I think uh, there is the entry. This is the entry point to Star Wars for a lot of people. You and I have talked about that a lot. I, I love running into people at conventions who are like, you know, I didn't see star Wars till I saw the clone wars. Yeah. It's like, Whoa, that blows my mind in the most wonderful way. So she is positioned as the main character. So you're going to be connected to her. And I think that, that is why there's such passionate fans of hers and connected to her just in general. It's like, hey, Anakin and Obi Wan. They're they're and they're you know we're over here like those are our people uh, from our movies and uh, and and she is theirs. Yeah, uh, there's definitely the in- impact of of uh, a young female ahead of it all, and that's going to lead to an entire generation of of uh, female Star Wars fans who are just going to gravitate to her. But I I just think because she is the st- she's the point of view. You're just going to naturally feel much like we feel with Luke or, you know, yeah. Rey, with that, Rey or, things, or someone now. Like, I think that's the big impact just on the surface for me. Yeah. Is what she means to a generation of
4: fans. Yeah. I think that's a great way of saying it. So many Star Wars stories do start with the young person going on the hero's journey. Yeah. And she's got a really different hero's journey because, well, she's already in the middle of the action in a way because mm. she's already... Already. Been you know at the Jedi Temple since she was a youngling, Plagueun founder. Yeah. Um. So it's it's different than Anakin and Luke. You know, longing for adventure. She is already in the midst of it, longing to be a good Jedi. Whatever yeah. that actually is going to end up meaning to her in the midst of this war. Yeah. You know, and however that's. Gonna come through the teachings of, of Anakin and the presence of Obi Wan and all that. So she's got the classic hero's arc, yeah. But in a little bit of a different perspective,
5: it's almost as if I mean, follow me here. Like if you if that is your first Star Wars, say you're eight or nine or ten or whatever, thirteen, you watch Clone Wars, and suddenly you are aware that there's this larger world of a Star Wars franchise, but you don't know, you know. So you you're not you're not learning in seventy seven like us. You're right in the middle of it, like her. You're in yeah. the middle of it. And you're like, well, I know I'm a Jedi. I know I know Star Wars exists, but what is it to me, and how do I figure it out? So, and and again, in a way, it is it is an entire generation of fans' specific journey through Star Wars as a whole. Yeah, that might explain why some of them are connected to her even more powerfully.
4: Yeah, and and I think uh, the fact that she is a young woman, it, you, 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 you kind of can't say. Enough about that. You know, yeah. we obviously did have lots of amazing women characters of Leia and mm. Padme and, you know, Marjade in the books and others, uh, you know, many other characters. But to see in such a long story, in mm. such an ongoing story, not only uh, another woman character, but, a, mm. you know, a woman Jedi. Yeah. And it, all of Clone Wars, uh, you know, Ahsoka being such a main central character means that. On screen, we're seeing women interact with other women as well. Mm, yeah. We see Ahsoka having relationships with Padme mm-hmm. and Asajj, and yep. you know is powerful and is amazing. Is Leia is mm-hmm. you know she looked at Mon Mothma once, right? Like there's yeah. there isn't room for that other dynamic to just you know make a, a woman character be just. Totally interactive with In everything that is Star Wars and have relationships and and mm-hmm. just uh, you know broaden the perspective of Star Wars so much. Um, I think growing up with her is another reason. You know, if depending on people's age, yeah, you know, it, if you hit them at the right time, they're like, "Well, I'm about this age, yeah, you know," and I am impatient at school and I have a wise old teacher who is kind to me and shows me how to slow down. <laughs> yeah. The same effing week that I see yeah. lightsaber lost, that's an extra big power right and if you you know by the time this is coming out you're like well yeah. i'm an adult in the world and i am teaching kids you know now you're also explaining why wonder years was so powerful to me because it <laughs> literally ran every year at the same as my school year so. yeah no i mean i think uh, i think uh i think a girl uh like dumped me the same week that winnie dumped Win- yeah. <laughs> yeah, i could sing a few bars of that uh, tune um, wonder years center coming next here at yeah. Force center And then my, my final thing for the Mm. the cultural impact Mm. is the more I think about it, I think kind of regardless of what age you are when you see it or any other connection you might have to Ahsoka, Mm. uh, she's our, I think our best, what if you were a Jedi? Yeah. Like when you get Ezra, but he's outside of the system and has a, you know, a totally different experience, but she's Mm. in the system, the way it's supposed to go, Mm. you know, obviously during the war. So that's in towards the end. So that's different. But just the, hey, what if you were a kid and you felt impatient and you yeah. wanted to impress people and you got kind of tempted by the excitement of violence and you were taking in all of this stimulus in still trying to be a Jedi and, and think through every choice and make sure that you do what is right. And the fact that she retains so much personality, yeah. such a sense of humor, such a sense of humanity yeah. and doesn't become any sort of like stiff removed uh you know monk like presence i mean even in yeah. rebels she does have a little bit of that like it's a dark time i've been through a lot i'm yeah, a little yeah. a little quieter a little wiser she yeah. still has that humanity so i think she's just such a great reflection of what if you were a jedi what if what if ken namsack who who likes uh 711 and rum was a <laughs> jedi and like and, and yeah. you don't in in sports and you, you don't have to remove those things yeah that are part of your personality, you incorporate them into the larger idea of what it, what it is to be a Jedi. Being a Jedi isn't shutting off who you are. Right. It's working with who you are. And Ahsoka, I think, is our best storytelling example of that. That's
5: what you've just described to me is, is, is the best putting the finger on the pulse of the whole thing around her. And that includes Ashley Eckstein. Yeah. And Ach- Ashley Eckstein uh, stepping out, you know. In front of the character in a lot of ways, um, to the side, Uh, Ashley uh, would would not stand in front of Ahsoka, (laughs) but, you know, and launching her universe and everything and just how it all does kind of roll into one. And she does such a great job with what you've just described as 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 an actor in that booth, keeping that from, you know, she does grow up from snips, but she still snips. She still sniffs. She's just been through it. Yeah. And yeah, rebels, it's a different thing. That's a, that, that's, you know, years and years and years, and, and and the world is once again at at stake. But I think that's explains to the love for the character. And and Floney knows this, and Floney taps into it. You know, mind you, you know, George comes to home and says, Hey, I'd like to help you know help you create this character and it's something that George wanted. And Floney was right there, and he's very protective of this character. But because he he keeps always wanting to finish her story. And who knows right now if we're done. I don't think we are. <laughs> but the way he plays around with it, because he, he knows everything about the, how she looks, how she's designed and everything. It's like it's it's just people gravitate to it. And a lot of it, because of what you said, she she isn't even Luke. What happens to Luke? Power Station Kid becomes all dressed in black, and I will tell you a story about what I, uh, you're my sister, and I'm serious so like uh, you know that you're right, you're so right. I never really thought of it in terms of that she's she's still partying in a good way
4: <laughs> still partying in a in a great you know? way, yeah, yeah, um, so some ideas on the cultural impact of ahsoka. Let's talk a little bit about the future of Ahsoka. What do we want or hope for her story in this final season of the Clone Wars? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
5: Well, I mean, this is where it gets really big, right? And and it's only a short time jump, really. You know, I, what do we have? Clone Wars itself? Three years? I yeah. forget the canon timeline. So if we're, you know, her adventures are squished into two big years of fighting, disappears for a certain time. What was, I, I want to see who, who has emerged? Because it might be this perfect crossover between what you've described and what we also have talked about, what we get in rebels. Yeah. Uh, and in a matter of a couple of years, the the maturity that's hit, the experience, the loss, the pain, the self-identity, and and wanting to know, I do believe she leaves the Jedi Order to become herself. Does she get to answer that? Has she answered that yet? Yeah. That's what
4: I'm looking forward to.
5: And Cool fights!
4: (laughs) Yeah, for sure cool fights. I I hope she
5: kicks Maul's
4: uh, yeah, and I think that uh, well, we kind of know what's going to happen yeah. <laughs> if you've read the Ahsoka novel.
5: If you've paid attention, <laughs> you might know that his
4: future is not bright. Yeah, yeah, and, and the real specifics in the beginning of the Ahsoka <laughs> novel. Anyway, uh, there's a lot of Star Wars to mm-hmm. to pay attention to. I love that in the trailer we're in a little bit of... um. Behind the scenes stuff that we saw at Star Wars Celebration that I right. can't remember how much of that has been made public.
5: Right, uh, right. that
4: there's definitely an element of just like, all right, uh, philosophically what do I do? But also like, where am I gonna live? Where what am I gonna physically yeah. do? How do I, like? So I'm excited to look at it from see some episodes that are really just like, so you quit the <laughs> Jedi Temple what do you do now? You know, (laughs) what are apartment rents like on Coruscant? (laughs) There's no pamphlet for Ahsoka to take, you know? Uh, so there's that practical level. Look, if she picks up a shift at Dexter's (laughs) diner, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah. Here's a pamphlet. So the (laughs) Jedi let you down. Uh, (laughs) but I am also excited to see her really wrestle with the, if not a Jedi who, Mm -hmm. because it's not, I don't think it's that she is rejecting all of their teachings. Mm-hmm. I think it's that she's saying you are falling down on what you taught me. Yeah. And I can't be a part of it. Yeah. So it, it I don't think it's gray Jedi cause you know, no, you, you yeah. and I have talked about that a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's much more about, well, can't, I'm so interested to see how she's going to define herself. Obviously, we've got the, well, yeah. I'm no Jedi cool line in Rebels, but that's a while later. Right. So, for the sake of this, for the sake of ending her arc within the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. obviously, we know that she agrees to, one would assume in, in various leaks, that she agrees to work with them. Yeah. At least to help Anakin. Right. Uh, in some way uh, with uh, Mandalore events, but... um how much for herself? She's like, well, I don't need a label. These are the ideas that mean something to me and I'm going to continue pursuing them. And if my interests align with the Jedi, mm. then I'll work with the Jedi. But, you know, I, th- I think they've lost their way.
5: I'm so cu- well said. I'm so curious. Any final moments between her and Anakin in the series? Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we are led to believe this is going to go right up to the events of Re- Revenge of the Sith and pretend potentially
4: past it yeah we're gonna we're gonna discuss this more yeah. on uh the main show. main show so uh so that that discussion's a coming that discussion yeah. is
5: uh down the pipeline so what you're talking about like does, is there gonna be another moment of like no no i still don't need this because the war's still going right you know we still got the revenge of the sith movie to get through does she like nope
4: i know who i am now and it ain't this i don't know yeah and how does how does Order 66 changed things for her, because we're obviously going to be dealing with that, uh, because this is the clone story as well. And and she's tied into that. In does that make her say, you know, I think there's some stuff in the Soka novel about this of like feeling guilt of like, Mm. could I have helped prevent this if I stayed? Yeah, you know, I, I'm definitely telling my listeners like, to read that. Yeah, I'm like, hey, I I made the right choice to walk away from them because you know, look at the mistakes that were being made. But yeah. oh, you know, that that's a great way to pull at ideas of of attachment and loyalty mm-hmm. and, and yeah. things like that. Um, so I, I'm really interested in that. I also you talk about the final moments with Anakin. Mm. That could be a really great bittersweet ending of what she thinks happened to Anakin what she feels yeah about Anakin uh you know what she even feels in the force does she feel him die in the force you know and it's a, a great <sighs> yeah, way to look why. at that whole dark side idea of you know oh I didn't just change outfits yeah. I killed who I was that person's dead
5: what is v- interesting to me in that regard is is what we get with her and Anakin when she walks away at the end of season five uh right season five yeah uh yeah, you know, Floni still felt he had time. Yeah. So to me, I'm really excited. This isn't a, oops, I gave them a last moment. Now I must add it in again. Like to
4: me, I'm no, like, no, he. I think he, he always planned more. Always right,
5: planned it so. It's going to be real poignant. I'm really looking forward to that. I I, I hope they get that. They will.
4: Yeah. I think a lot of uh, the majority of what this season is has been planned for a long time. So even some of it might be George ideas, which is really uh, exciting. (laughs) It is. Yeah. You know, I I was going to say one other thing about her cultural impact that you remind me of. There's something powerful about a character that is lodged in moments of Star Wars canon where you know, that they have a date with tragedy. Mm. Yeah. Like you watch that first Clone Wars movie and like she seems full of life. Mm. What's going to happen to her? Yeah. You know, at the end of Clone Wars and then you're getting that in Rebels right away too of like, well, she's going to face Vader. She's mm. not around in the original trilogy. <laughs> this is a character that has so full of yeah. life. Yeah. That constantly has this specter of tragedy yeah. hanging over her. It, and I think makes her, an, uh, an it's another reason that she becomes a fascinating character to us. Yeah,
5: now it's really hanging over us, right? Because her voice is at the end of Sky, Rise of Skywalker, yeah. so ooh,
4: it's it's <laughs>
5: it's always going to be there. Death yeah. is
4: hanging over Ahsoka. Eventually, eventually, she may have to move into the Force. Uh, do you have um, hopes for a live action Ahsoka? I have mixed hopes. I I would love to see
5: it. I'm all on board if it's done right and you could yep there's a lot of of performers you you could put in that get up and i'd be like yep i'm on board with this uh the reality is most most um actors who get pushed in that voiceover category aren't going to get the chance to play their characters in live action very rarely does that happen um so just a comment on ashley Eckstein's skills as a live action performer But I don't think she'd get the chance to do it. And that is why really, really more than almost any other character I can think of that is animated more than live action. I have mixed feelings about seeing it. I almost just want to keep it animated.
4: Okay, so, yeah, I think I'm in a similar boat. I'm actually Eckstein has become is is the kid. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, And because she has been an ambassador not only of this character, but of Star Wars with Mm -hmm. her universe and you know uh, my wife's been reading her book um, that to see just some actor no matter how amazing no matter how well cast mm-hmm. in not Ashley Eckstein yeah I, I think I am kind of in the camp of I I would obviously watch mm-hmm. if it was not Ashley Eckstein yeah. but I would be most excited for live action if it was Ashley Eckstein
5: yeah it's just It's just the reality of the business. Sometimes, you know, Joseph, you, you, we, we both know people in the voiceover business. It's like, yep, they're making a movie of that I ain't gonna mm-hmm. be allowed to even touch it. Nope. nope, And that's just what it is. So Rosario Dawson, totally. Uh, Brie Larson, that one wild rumor, totally. <laughs> like, I'm excited. It'd be a little bit of like, ba-da. but, but, <laughs> but Ashley. Actually, she's done such a good job. Yeah. So,
4: do you have any eras uh, of? Of Ahsoka's known story that you would be interested in seeing, uh, but somehow between
5: Episode six and seven, yeah, I just just put it out, put it so far out that I don't, that even for me, it'd be, it'd be easier to be like, oh yeah, 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 it's it's a, she's grown up, so we don't, it's not actually, it doesn't do that, and I'm not going to get, ah, hung, I'm not going to get hung up on that completely, even if they do a movie, you know, another time period, but just so. You know, we can get that. Plus, then we can maybe get some big, give me some big answers.
4: You know? Big answers. Okay. Yeah. 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 And there, obviously, yeah. there are the rumors that there's going to be a, in a Soka Sabine search for Ezra yeah. animated series, which uh, I think that makes, it sense. makes All of it makes sense. But yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I want that all that eventually. But the uh, live action thing that uh, excites me is the idea of her having some more adventures as Fulcrum uh, Yeah, before Ooh. A New Hope. And, and, you know, it's it, it seems like such a perfect Ahsoka story to be like, well, I am actively resisting the Empire. Mm-hmm. I am trying to bring people together. I know that I will kind of put people in risk by revealing myself too much. But mm-hmm. there are situations where my compassion will dictate that I help, that I do something. And to see just a kind of a short adventure of, yeah. hey, I, I really can't expose myself as a light side force user too much, yeah. but I need to act in this situation somewhere during the dark times is, I mean, it's a little bit what's going on in the Soka novel, but that's so much about her kind of getting on her, her feet and redefining herself yeah. immediately after. Could
5: could, could could you be, I mean, I think we're both, we're both be interested, but could you see her popping up in, in the casting or Kenobi? And that's been talked about before, but now even now d- diving into it more as Fulcrum, does it work to have her, reach out to obi-wan at any point does he does how How, how do you would that upset the apple cart of canon too much for you
4: yeah i mean i think the kenobi thing the only thing that really hinges for me on the kenobi thing is uh what did kenobi know about vader and when did he know it yeah because i do want, want to preserve that in rebels it is a a, a fear a suspicion but ultimately right. a revelation to ahsoka yep that vader is anakin yep Right, so that's, depending that's on unfair. how you handle that, uh, I, of course, of course, yeah. and I, their their relationship is really interesting, mm-hmm. um, in that he is not her, her, you know, Jedi Master when she right. was a Padawan, but obviously they spent an incredible amount of time together, and what do they think of each other yes. now, and what do they think of the situation now, mm-hmm. you know, fascinating. The Cassian one, like, yeah, he's a spy. It works more for me, she, Cassian. She, you know, runs Rebel Cells. Yes, please. Even, even if it's they don't want to deal with the the live mm-hmm. casting and casting and her her voice, yeah, 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 over a link. Yes, please, I'm all in for little that. Thing
5: that, yeah, I, I think I'm more excited. Would would be more excited for the casting one, maybe a little less nervous. Either with the Kenobi one, and I just don't think it will happen. But like the temptation would be like, get the band back together. We get, we get uh, two, actually three lightsabers. Go, 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 go. Yeah. And, and how would you not justify, would you justify that not happening or whatever? That's things that they would be, you know, would be in their minds. But, yeah.
4: Yeah. It's it's possible. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Uh, we're we're going to have uh, one more fun question. But before we wrap up with the fun question, do you have any final ahsoka thoughts for this first episode of the
5: clone wars report uh, yeah i have just always said this is uh, quickly became one of my top five favorite star wars characters just because her journey was real powerful the ending of that and 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 how they answered the question that you you said that i had along with everyone well she's she's gotta die (laughs) right and the way they answered it the way and, and it surprised me and it kind of blew me away and it moved me and it teaches me and to grow with the character, and again, and, and my view of the character change of protective, go get him little snips to, oh, you oh man, okay, I, I can learn from you now. Yeah. Uh, it was real valuable and important uh, and emotional times for me as a Star Wars fan. And I think she's a great designed character. I yeah. think she just looks good. She's a good figure, like an action figure. Like, you look at that on the shelf, you're like, ooh, Star Wars, the double-bladed, you know, that cool thing we're always kind of – do yeah. Star Wars. And there's like it's a there cool
4: too. athleticism, acrobatic, you know, she oh, yeah. gets to really lean into the sort of acrobatic mm-hmm. style of fighting and the yeah. the two lightsabers. So awesome. So yeah. much that's just like surface level that's awesome. <laughs> always stuff about her, <laughs> as well as being this character who even within yeah. the arc of the Clone Wars is just this great story of the student becoming the master, right? Absolutely. Which is kind of what, what you're saying. So yes, Ahsoka, student to master, <laughs> and uh, so many fun journeys in between. Here's our final fun question: If Ahsoka was real, and we could ask her one question, what mm. might it be? Uh, you know what? I'll go first, so mm. we can close on on your answer. Okay. Uh, I thought of a a deeper question, okay. and then a, a surface <laughs> a surface level question. <laughs> the surface level question that the nerd in me would just blurt out is, did you ever meet Luke Skywalker? Because <laughs> that is, she has mm-hmm. such, uh, so many fans have talked about this. She has such perspective yeah. on Anakin. And if she, you know, uh, obviously she is around, uh, at the end of the mm-hmm. galactic civil war. So there is the possibility, like, what would that be for Luke? How does that under change his understanding of uh, his father of right. the Jedi order? How does it affect Ahsoka to see like, this young man yeah. who is so much like, yeah. her, you know, w- what kind of relief or joy does Ahsoka experience getting to hear Luke say, yeah. your master came back, y- your real master Anakin came back, you know? Yeah. So much juicy stuff there. Uh, and mm. then the other thing I'd ask her is just what she thinks the most important trait of a Jedi is, mm. because she is a character who has had to wrestle with this. Yeah. And reject some of the actions of the Jedi. Mm. That gets wrestled with a lot of like, well, here are, the, here are the obvious mistakes the Jedi made, but where were they right? What is the thing that you're like, nope, this is, I, I've carried this with me through my entire life. This is this is a trait the Jedi were correct about.
5: Oh, that's, see, that's wonderful deep stuff. Yeah. I, I don't have deep stuff. I, <laughs> I was just going to ask her, can you teach me how to fight with two blades? I was going to ask her, does uh, does Count Dooku smell like high karate cologne? Um,
4: and things like that. <laughs> I think that's a deep philosophical but, question in its own way.
5: But I'm going to go with, what's the trait the Jedi need to remember that they <laughs> had the most? Because I, I really do love that what you said earlier, too. It wasn't that she was like "f you, Jedi, I'm out," which she had a right to do. Yeah, it was y- the the things you taught me. You're not even doing. So look at it. That that's a important perspective
4: yeah important. so there you go those are the two biggest yeah. questions we'd ask what is the most important trait of a Jedi and what does Count Dooku smell like two <laughs> things that the community really, demands to know they really exquisite pajamas <laughs> are they really how exquisite are, did you ever see those exquisite pajamas <laughs> did you sense them in the force oh. <laughs> well that is it for our first episode of Clone Wars Report Ken where can people find you and all your adventures uh, oh please go to KenNapsack.com please please, please? Uh, or
5: just offering you his hand are you going to take it <laughs> or just follow me at catnaps across uh, most social media platforms <laughs> i'm
4: trying to think are yeah. you on bite the new vine i'm on not
5: on, i'm not on bite and i'm not on tiktok Blue uh, mm, block i used to be on vine oh boy you're putting a lot of oh no <laughs> follow me on
4: on friendster <laughs> exactly and you can find me on uh, LO and <laughs> Peach? Peach were you on yeah, Peach? I though? was on Peach yeah I, got, I still have my weird notification <laughs> I took a photo of it. somebody caked you on Peach like, <laughs> I don't think I don't think I want to be on Peach anymore I don't want to get caked by people I don't know I don't even know what that means so you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw and you can look up all my other adventures on my website at josephscrimshaw.com and of course you can uh, find Force Center on Twitter and Facebook as ForceCenter force center pod and engage with our community there you can check out our patreon patreon.com slash force center uh for access to monthly bonus episodes in our, our great uh, discord room where we have a lot of star wars yeah. fans getting excited about a lot of things but in particular getting excited about clone wars that is it for myself uh for ken for the whole force center community and for ahsoka tano that is the clone wars report